from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. And actually, uh, as you can see, uh, the president lingering behind us, you know, as if we are at a debate and we're Hillary Clinton. I hate him doing that. I, do, I can't stand Over President, uh, former President Trump. What a what a scumbag, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Boogie D, now we toss around words a lot these days, like next level. Uh, but in the Boogie Down Bronx, 37-year-old Frank Abraqua. Since 1999, he's been arrested 22 times, and he has dozens of sealed arrests. Getting arrested, you know this, does not prove that you committed a crime, but, uh, and we understand, arrest is not a conviction, but 40 arrests, yeah, you're a fucking criminal. <laughs> Frank Abraqua, most recently arrested February, uh, well, before this, yeah, he was most recently uh, arrested February 5th. That was uh, his most recent prior arrest to what we were about to talk about. Right. When he allegedly slugged a man in the face at the Port Authority bus terminal. A good place to get slugged in the face. I mean, like a very likely and normal place to get. You almost don't go there unless you You're going to get slugged in the face. Plan on it. Right. Uh, and, uh, of course, Ian Erickson uh, is uh, who, uh, sitting here with me now. And now the uh, uh, victim felt someone punch him. He turned around. Brock was the only one there. You only, uh, nobody else here. What? Like, if I got punched in the face right now, right. I would go Donald Trump. Donald Trump punched right. you in the face. And I would be an idiot, because <laughs> obviously, but he's, that's not him just holding still there. Uh, charged with third-degree assault, aggravated harassment in the second degree, attempted assault in the third degree, and second-degree aggravated harassment in those cases was, uh, in that case, was a Brockwa. And uh, on January 7th, he punched a 30-year-old man multiple times in the head. That was at in Harlem uh, at Jeez. the 125th Street 2-3 station. Yeah, don't go there. Right there in Harlem. Uh, you know what? <laughs> 125th Street station's fine. I mean, yeah. not the station, maybe. 125th Street. Um, I remember going there back when it was Bloomberg days. Different town now, of course. Right. Maybe you don't go there. But, I mean, I, I've been to shows at the Apollo. I've been, excuse me, I've been to show at the Apollo show? once. <laughs> <laughs> One time. I saw... Uh, Okay, you tell me who you think I saw there. Who did I see at, at the, the Apollo? Apollo, Chris Rock, Jim Gaffigan. Ah! <laughs> Complete opposite. Op and you, and opening for Jim Gaffigan, Todd Barry. Not familiar with Todd Barry. His name sounds familiar. You'd know him, white guy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting place. For He's a no no distant relative of Chuck Berry or anything. Um, arrested at the scene on the, in that case of uh, punching this guy multiple times in the head. Uh, hmm. And in that case, again, third degree assault, third degree attempted assault, and and uh, second degree harassment. You know we're hearing all these second degrees and third degrees is because those are uh, lesser offenses. They're not right. felonies. They're not. I don't know that this should have been a felony, but they are downgrading charges all the time now because they want not a lot of punishment for people who do things these violent crimes. He was arraigned February 6th. He had a late April court date at that time. Hmm. Now, since these minor bullshit charges, frankly, <laughs> are not enough to have to go to jail for, right? Not eligible for monetary bail. The judge what? cannot give them bail in these situations. They walk. Because they're in a certain income bracket? <laughs> or is it because he's a well, black guy? I don't that's the eternal question. Isn't it? It's not about eternal. It's it's not about um, I income. It's not gauged by income because they would go, you know, for some of these things, uh, you might get a $2,000, you know. But right. Now, it's a bail maybe hard to come up with. Harvey Weinstein had to pay a million dollars. Right. That's how bail is fair for rich and poor alike in that way because a million dollars is money to anybody. A million might not be uh, it's money that's going to, like, bankrupt 
Weinstein. It's not intended to be. Right. It's supposed to be commiserate to some degree with what you, you have. You want but, that money back. But Yeah. <laughs> but I'm talking about, in, yeah, in these cases, well, you see, these crimes, no matter who commits them, uh, are, are not bailable offenses. That's what bail reform is all about, my friend. It's about, it. It, and, it's, and it is designed to uh, level the playing field for the poor or something <laughs> so that they can get out without having to pay, right? Nice. And I'm not going to pay, see? Uh, that's the whole idea. So, uh, and, and bail reform is a terrible thing. It's a terrible, terrible right. thing. Because it, the judge is technically, really, not supposed to have any discretion at all. I mean, the law initially completely did away with any discretion, meaning that it doesn't matter that this guy did this once a month or that he's been arrested 22 times right. since 99 or whatever his unsealed uh, arrests are. What matters is that he can't be held responsible for bail, period. And he could do it every day. He could punch. And he'd never get bail. And he would never get bail. He would never. They would never hold him in lieu of bail, because the judge can't take that into account. Now right? is this the entire state or just the city? It's the state. Oh, it's wow. a state thing. It happens in Albany. Wow. Now the first thing that, that Mayor Adams did. Now I won't say the first thing, but uh, the first thing he did was call nine one one when he saw a crime happening in order to encourage. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was about. <laughs> Some kind of weird little you know PR That's... photo op thing, but he. Uh, decided to go to Albany to say, I'm going to go to Albany and ask them to change the bail reform laws. Well, right. you could have done this in a phone call because the answer is no. And you didn't even need to call them because I could have told you. They're not going to change it because you say. What, do you, what political clout do you have your first two months two, of office yeah, or days. two weeks or whatever yeah. it is? You know, you are not going to. And he knew that. And it doesn't matter anyway how much clout he has. They're Albany. They're going to do it their way. They know what they are uh, there to do and what kind of laws they want to pass. They sure. know the legislation that matters to them. They don't give a fuck, and neither do you, Mayor Adams. This is all just so you cannot be blamed for the. He wanted to make it clear <laughs> uh, I'm not to blame. I went. I tried. Gave it my best shot. Uh, yeah, I gave him the hard sell. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't. They wouldn't budge. And everybody made fun of him at the time, saying like he really got his ass handed to him. They just kind of. And he's like, that is not what happened. Which, in a way, it's not. <laughs> I didn't even give a fuck. Okay, <laughs> I, I was there for strictly political reasons. I knew what they were going to say. Uh, give me a break. It's so transparent. Okay, he's right. just trying to make it clear. I'm not the one who did this. In fact, I asked him to change it. So uh, they couldn't. They couldn't. That's uh, point being. He's out on bail from these violent offenses, or out without bail rather okay. on these violent offenses at the time that he did this other thing because they just uh, you know. They just have a nice day. Cut him loose. Uh, his most recent bust came the day after this other attack that I still haven't told you about. <laughs> uh, let's let's get down to that yeah, one. Uh, this uh, sicko uh, s smeared feces, his own feces, into the face of a Bronx strap hanger. And he uh, joked with cops when they came that shit happens. He's <laughs> a comedian. When he went to court, he sneered at a Bronx judge. Fuck you, bitch. He sneered, and that came out. Sneered. Mm. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. I say it was like this, like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Frank Abrockwood. Now, I think every judge needs to hear that. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, I think most of them do. I think I think that judges are in general um, a sort of a quietly self-important lot. Oh yeah. Judges are interesting people. Yeah, their job is to judge. You know, I mean, I, I wonder if judges ever get tired of just of saying this in the middle. Of, now, who am I to judge? <laughs> I'm not one to judge. Wait, you, are. you got me again. Yeah, but they're interesting people. They love 
as their favorite kind of humor, the things that, that they like to participate in the, in the things I assume that make them laugh. But when they do humor, it's always, it's almost always understatement. Understatement to them is it's a quiet, ironic right. sort of, you know, humor. And they like to just that to them. That's what's funny because it's really they're limited. You know, they can't do um, voices necessarily or <laughs> yeah. act outs. Uh, they can't do anything big and they uh, they're, they can't use any profanity. Uh, I'd say misdirection is probably frowned on. Yeah. So they have to do um, the understatement, you know, and they do it like when um, Maxim Gelman was being sentenced. It's a, it's a good example I always go to. Uh, and, and, you know, of course, I can't remember the name of the judge this moment, it, although I've said it many times. Uh, Maxim Gelman is sentenced, is being sentenced, right, to 228 years in prison or whatever for attacking uh, my good buddy Joe Zito on the subway back in fucking 2011, I guess. That's crazy. That's a, it was that long ago. Yeah. Wow. February 2011. So he's had his, uh, this will be the 12th anniversary that just passed. Happy anniversary, Joe. Glad you're still with us. Glad that uh, you're, you're ble- that you didn't bleed out in that fucking train car, thanks to those two worthless officers. They just sat there. They watched it happen. They watched it happen. Right? Well, they stood there. I'm not gonna. They right. didn't sit. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. What he said. What, they, you're t- 228 years. Do you have anything to say for yourself? He goes. Yeah, you could suck my Russian dick. Wow. And the judge said, "Your offer is declined." <laughs> That's Unders- a good judge. Understatement. That's very good. And that's and that's an example of the of the kind of understatement I'm talking about. <laughs> uh but uh this guy was arrested at his homeless shelter where he was where he, a lot of homeless people are a big problem. He does not look homeless in the way he dresses though. Yeah. He looks pretty spiffy. Uh we saw uh footage of him uh going into you know and photos of him you know coming out of court and stuff like that. Not necessarily footage. But he's wearing like this uh the, the the jacket that he has on, it, it, I would wear it. It looks cool. Uh, it says that it's got uh, rap stars on it, but it looked more like basketball players to me. Right. Uh, it was uh, it was a nice garment, and he was wearing a hat. It, it says here uh, in the New York Post story uh, that it was. Uh, it said he appeared in the courtroom wearing a, a baseball hat with USA emblazoned on it and a silk track jacket with covers of hip hop magazines printed on it maybe that is what it was i don't know okay but the but the hat it doesn't say usa on it it says nba on it <laughs> so and that's not an easy mistake to make no. i don't think Th- this is newspapers like you know when they're going to do any kind of a little three-letter abbreviation acronym whatever it is they're going to do it correctly that's important to them right yeah you would think so and so since they're doing that uh and and not only that but i mean Accuracy in general, when you're talking about something like that, what somebody was wearing, that's a detail. So you don't really, that's not, you know, primary to the story, but you're noticing it enough to talk about it. Right. You bought it up. You don't accidentally say USA instead of NBA, but it does change things in the mind of the reader. NBA, there's something that goes with that. Yeah. Association wise. And, And USA also has an association, right? Yes. And to the mostly conservative readers of the New York Post, I would think, and I would suppose they would imagine too, USA would have a more positive connotation to it than NBA. Yeah, soften the blow. <laughs> Ever so slightly. Yeah. But that's it's not the point how much it softens the blow, what a difference it makes to the story or anything. It shows intent. 
the intent is there to kind of make him seem, I mean, not ever so slightly not as bad because we, we're patriotic, right? Anyway, all right. So uh, anyway, that's what he came to court wearing. But, you know, fuck you, bitch, on the fucking judge. That's oh, a little bit harder to. Uh, I wonder what he actually said. Go fuck yourself, you fucking cunt or something. Let's, if they softened it to fuck you, yeah, bitch, I'm imagining. Uh, anyway, upon request, or upon arrest, rather, <laughs> he made light of the attack. It would be funny if it was upon request he made light of the attack. Can you make could a you, joke? Could you make light of the attack? Yes. <laughs> Is there anything funny about this to you? He quipped a cop, shit happens, haha. This is a shitty situation. Uh, that's making light of it. I guess it's not particularly funny. Yeah. Uh, Bronx assistant, and if you see the video, this woman, man, I mean, he smashes this bag of shit into her face. The way that it happened is uh, he uh, let's t- tried to talk to the woman. He's like, hey, mommy, you know, okay. that's what they say. Yep. Mommy. Mommy. I don't like that. I don't like it when they say that. Yeah, we took a momentary pause there that you didn't even know about. Uh-huh. Told you anyway. Now, uh, yeah, this is a shitty situation, he said. and he's, uh, As I was saying about this guy, mommy, he says, hey, mommy, she ignores him. Now, you think that's a pretty sound strategy, right? If you don't want to talk to the guy. Right. You don't, you don't want to say buzz off, creep. You don't want to say, you know. Especially not as a woman. You don't want the confrontation. Yeah, you don't want the confrontation at all. So, you know, it seems like a reasonable strategy. Sure. Um, I know one guy told me that, he said, this woman told me she would not date me if I was the last man on earth. And he goes, and I wasn't even talking to that girl. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just a little... Uh, Oh, man, uh, that, that that joke is not mine. It belongs to somebody else. Eddie Strange used to call himself. Eddie Strange. And then he would, man, I'm telling you, it's so funny how COVID wipes a lot of these m- names from your mind. Because I, uh, I know the guy's name. It's Ross. Ross. Perot. <laughs> I'll never think of it. Jeff. Stop it. I don't know. Bennett. Ross Bennett. I did it. Wow. <laughs> Nobody cares, man. I, they were like, we could have done without the joke if it was going to take up that much fucking time. <laughs> so once w- she doesn't talk to him, he takes offense to that, needless to say. You know what he does? Goes into, uh, there's a train that's idling there, right, or stopped. Doors are sitting open. He goes right. into one of those, shits into a bag, paper bag. He shits into it. Just good timing, I guess, you know, that he needed to relieve himself. Sure. Now, I, I, I guess the question will come down to this. Because he smashed it in her face, and he walks by, and he just smears it into her face. That's And he doesn't just crazy. do it once. He, he does it with some force, first of all. I mean, like, if you've seen the video, you know, this is just a... And you can see the video with the locals, or a modified version of it. Uh, but it's still um, the video. And, and you get the idea from it. Uh, he doesn't just smash it in her face once. He, he There's, like, a struggle there, and he's, like, <laughs> as you can imagine. And he's sort of, like, on her. And then he, like... He won't just walk away. He's like smearing it down the back of wow. like he sneaks around behind her to run away. She's seated, you know, and uh, yeah, on the other side of the platform, he just like kind of rounds the circle and, and then makes his exit. I mean, he, it, it's it's really a while. It's a lot of shit smearing. Uh, you, you go, wow, it's you meant it. All she did was ignore him. It was like full velocity, like it was uh, like a pie or something. Wow. <laughs> 
Here's a shit pie. It was like that. It, I ra- I thought it was, yeah, it's rather like some of these situations where people get a pie in the face. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no no blueberries, uh, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, maybe some corn, corn, I guess, right? You know, you're not actually seeing a corn kernel, kernel a, corn, a, cur- a corn kernel. You're seeing just the skin of, the, of, right. of it, you know, but it looks like, um, yes, we'll be right back. More shit, back with shit talk. <laughs> And, but it's disgusting to smear feces on somebody, and it's yeah. uh, it harkens back to the case in L.A. About, it was two. It was in 2019. A homeless person walked up to a woman. Car was stopped. I think she was stopping for a light or something like that. Right. Dumped a bucket of diarrhea onto the woman over her head in L.A. A couple years, a few years ago. I mean, yeah, diarrhea? I know. I, I know this doesn't like, relate. How do you know it was diarrhea? Yeah. Uh, well, is it a? <laughs> you know, uh, I'll tell you how I know. Zoomed in. Uh, well, he poured it. Okay. You know, it was a liquid. It, it, it poured. Okay. So I got to figure that counts for something, right? <laughs> and um, I was I was revisiting that um, that situation recently, actually, and um. I I uh, watched a little video on it. Uh, let's see, it would be in history, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course. Now I, I watch a lot of I watch more YouTube than I really care to admit. I wish that I was watching more Rumble than YouTube, but I don't. I watch a lot of YouTube yeah. uh, these days. And uh, let's just, yeah, I, the the way I know is it is in the headline. Uh, and let's just, uh, I don't know. We'll have a little listen and a look. Let's have a little look, see and a listen and. And then we'll all uh, pick our teeth afterwards. <laughs> okay, and as the story goes on, they make it about the homeless and everything. Oh, uh, it's a homeless problem. Let's focus on the diarrhea. <laughs> oh, this is not coming out of the right hole at all. That's not the hole that that should be coming out of sound-wise. Oh. Uh, let me see here if I can make a correction on this. <laughs> Please move your thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Though there will be some edit points, you know. Oh, yeah. These these things happen. Let's see if that fixed it. Just steps away from the Hollywood Walk of Fame, a horrifying random attack. A homeless man dumped a bucket of stuff on your head. A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my eyes. For over a year, the NBC4i team has been tracking crimes where the suspects are homeless. Tonight, we have learned those incidents are skyrocketing. Investigative reporter Joel Grover reports on the growing threat linked to the untreated mental illness and drug addiction on L.A.'s streets of shame. Keep your eye on the woman walking out of this apartment building. A homeless man approaches and suddenly smacks her in the head. There are... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into this homeless uh, attack aspect of it because this is the the feces is really what the diarrhea. binds it together with yes. the other story when, here. According to police and court records, a transient with schizophrenia and psychotic disorders dumped feces all over her. A bucket of his diarrhea. It was liquid, hot liquid. I was soaked, and I couldn't see. It was coming off of my eyelashes into my eyes paramedics rushed her to the hospital and she now needs to be tested for infectious diseases every three months that's something i won't ever forget it was 
I mean, it was disgusting. For over a year, the I-Team has been reporting on crimes where the suspects are homeless. And now, I, I'm not one to begrudge anybody their statements or anything like that. Right. But yeah, we get it. It was disgusting. I think that I'd rather hear more descriptive words about the diarrhea. Hot liquid, she says. <laughs> Hot liquid. Hot liquid. Oof. Very, very funny. Eef. Very, very funny. Very funny to me. A hot liquid. Now, it's terrible that it happened. I yeah. mean, this is this is something that should be punished so severely. I mean, this is the behavior. If there's any behavior that should be discouraged, it's dumping a bucket of diarrhea on a random person's head. She, think about it, I guess there's, like, besides, I don't know, what, E. coli or, uh, you know, you get into yeah. uh, hepatitis C, hepatitis, yeah. or, right? Or, or um, It wasn't just, like, a really brown, dirty, hot shower. Hot shower? Yeah, it wasn't just a dirty brown hot shower. It was human feces. Yeah, it wasn't have so all much sorts the, of bacteria. The color, and... forget it. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely diarrhea. Right. And uh, that's uh, when you get into diarrhea. Fecal matter is uh, it stinks to us for a reason. Right. Now, some of us who have come to understand that not all fecal matter is necessarily the most deadly thing. And uh, these are modern times, you know, uh, the the assholes are awfully close to the pussy. Uh, <laughs> isn't that funny that God would put something that's potentially so toxic next to something don't like go. an asshole? Yeah, don't go here. <laughs> you missed it. Oh, yeah, I yeah. did. It's pretty funny. You should listen to the show. I, I will. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One of these days, I'll get around to it. Uh, yeah, so I... Uh, um, the, I'm just fascinated with the diarrhea part. It, yeah, it is fascinating. <laughs> just, this is not a diarrhea story, uh, though. It, although, you know what? It, it couldn't have been much worse if it was. Right. I mean, solids. It's in her eyes, your mouth. Your I wonder nose. if this woman's going to have to get tested like this other woman is every three months. Because I think that's for life. I think she has to do that every three months for life. If I'm not mistaken, she'll have to be like any. It could. Some of this stuff can be recessive. I, I mean, right. I really don't know. But um, I think is, you're right. Why, what do you mean it's a shitty situation? But for you, I guess I guess he's just looking for any dumb shit joke. See, that to me right there, this to me. Now, the other guy who dumped the, butt, the bucket of <laughs> schizophrenia and all this other shit, sure. this guy's not crazy. A crazy guy isn't like, all this shit happens. He's making clever connections and jokes. Right. You don't make those if you're insane. You don't understand the right and the wrong and the what and the how and the what what's a thing and what's not and, and connections like that are abstract. He's taking yeah. shit happens off a bumper sticker, applying it to fecal matter that exists in real life, and saying shit happens. A crazy person incapable of doing that. So this is why I, I spoke to a girl about this uh, just in passing conversation. Uh, Natalie Cuomo is who it was. She goes, uh, oh, he, no, he needs help. He's sick. He's insane. I'm like, no, he's not. He's an asshole. Right. And uh, it's he's, he's, I mean, Asshole doesn't cover it. He's a fucking criminal and uh, a dangerous individual. Anybody who will stand up to a judge after smearing feces into the face of a stranger because she didn't respond to your advances or for anything else, for that matter, right. you have no reason to be mad at the judge. Fuck you, bitch. That's a dangerous person. That's a person who has less than zero respect yeah, for the law. There's no... Clearly, society that binds him to certain rules. He doesn't give a shit about that. There's, there's nothing. He just goes through life p 
uh, plows through life. Punching people. You know, punching people, smearing shit on people, getting arrested, you know, what, 40 times or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, this is a type of individual that just does not care. Yeah, he's got... He, he does he, not care. He's got nothing uh, to worry about. In, in so, so far, the law smiles on him. Right. He's 37, and he's broken the law a number of times. He's not locked up. He's not doing time. He's he's not uh, no ankle bracelet. He was supposed to be on supervised release. I think the supervision faltered on this one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, if that is if the supervision is supposed to prevent further violent crimes, this is a violent crime. You, if they call this a third degree assault, I'm gonna have a problem with that because this is a deadly weapon potentially. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, she's gonna like you said. She's gonna have to get tested every three months. Like oh, I'm sorry, that, that was the diarrhea yeah, woman. But yeah, maybe could happen to her too. too. She got right in the face or mouth. Like, it's fucking disgusting. I mean, they had it blurred out, so we don't know. And I don't think they should do that in this case. I think that we should get to see the turds being smashed into this woman's face, yeah. so we can go. That's horrifying. Yeah, that guy needs to be in jail. It's easier to laugh at when he's just like it's a a cluster of squares that he's just shoving it into. Let's right. see the creamy fucking feces right the excrement from this man's asshole smeared into her face and then go man what if that was my fucking you know ex-wife yeah my wife whoever (laughs) somebody well i put somebody you love i I put a different value on your wife and my (laughs) ex-wife fair enough uh so prior to his appearance with this judge wanda let's see let's uh, what that's her name who gives a shit uh he could be heard in the holding area he could be heard in there grumbling and I think that he was probably beyond grumbling if they could hear it in the way, unless yeah. they were in the waiting area with him. Let's see how they're writing this. Yeah. Why am I still here? I'm fucking tired of it. I'm hungry. He's not getting out fast enough. <laughs> the revolving door yeah. of justice moving too slow, my friend. Quick and speedy trial for you, buddy. Not fast enough, you fuckers. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. And then it describes what he's wearing, which we know is not true, with the USA emblazoned on yeah. it and all that stuff. Uh, he rec- uh, Phillips, by the way, this is interesting. Uh, the judge, I guess, is that what, no, it wouldn't be the judge. It was the uh, prosecutor, I guess, the uh, who was bringing the yeah uh, the. I don't. I don't. It's funny because I, I see. Okay, Phillips, Grace Phillips is the Bronx ADA. Okay, and. Uh, the ADAs, of course, work for the district attorney or under the auspices of the district attorney's office. It's supposed to be. And so this ADA, yeah, but the district attorney's fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, Alvin Bragg, is, he's the worst. Uh, this uh, ADA, and I'm sorry for the, for the pauses and gaps here, uh, requested an order of protection for the 43-year-old feces victim. She's an Abraqua victim, I think, an Abraqua feces victim. Yeah. Uh, prompting an outburst. So when she requested this, Phillips asked for the order of protection. Now, the 43-year-old woman, uh, she, she doesn't know how m- much follow-through this guy might have. Sure. Maybe she's on this route often. She would like to feel safe. She'd like to feel as if the law is making a record of what's going on, which is really all order of protection is. It doesn't physically keep anybody away from you. It creates a record so that when it does happen... Yeah, because it will. Uh, it's... You know, known about, and and that contributes to you know potentially uh, increased consequences on arrest, or you know after they kill you or something. Yeah, and you're dead. Because it could very well happen. I mean, a lot of a lot of orders of protection. I'm 
I'm sure wind up in murders. But uh, this, he didn't like the rea- He didn't like that. He didn't like that she was asking for this order of protection. And he says, uh, he told the judge, "This is outburst. I don't know that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that bitch. I don't know that bitch. I don't know that bitch." Ouch! You so like you need protection <laughs> from me? What? I mean, uh, I would. I personally feel terrible. If somebody got an order of protection on me. Yeah. It means you did something I, it may, pretty wrong. It means that someone's deathly afraid of you being very unreasonable and mean and violent. And that's what we've seen from this guy. And he says, uh, can I go with the Brooklyn detectives? He pleaded. Can I go with the Brooklyn detectives? <laughs> Why am I being mistreated by the system? He said, I'm being respectful. I'm talking to my attorney. He snapped at the judge. <laughs> you talking to her, not to me. Fuck you, bitch. Jeez. At that point, uh, she called the case and had him removed from the courtroom, but brought him back, brought him back in later to continue the arraignment, which lasted about 40 minutes. Ultimately, Abrakwa was freed without bail because the charges against him were not bail eligible under the state's bail reform laws, despite prosecutors' requests for him to be held on $15,000 bond or $5,000 cash. Uh, yeah, this is not something you, you smear shit in somebody's face. So what's the charge? Um, that's so because it's so lenient. Uh, what's the what lenient charge is it? Because you you were saying before, if it is not a high charge, you know, you'd be really pissed off. I mean, what? Oh, I, I is it no? Like I knew that degree? they let him go. That it was probably some kind of third degree assault. Okay. Uh, it says he was charged with uh, uh, this uh, a different case. Um, th- there's still more to tell. My this guy God. just keeps on giving, and they they keep writing stories about him. Of course, I mean, this stop. guy's front page. Uh, and uh, very, you know, uh, well, it's, I mean, now that now that the World War uh, World War U has started over in the <laughs> Ukraine, we're, we're not talking about all these petty ass like fucking uh, yeah. society in America falling apart problems anymore. Uh, we we're only like uh, worried about shit that happens all the way the fuck over in, in <sighs> Eastern so-called Europe, I guess. There's, God protect uh, their borders. Yeah. Well, it's, it really matters. Yeah. Why Why is this guy being mistreated by the system? That is the question. <laughs> mistreated, he says. I, I I personally find it offensive the way this th- arraignment starts back up. I, she called the case because he said, fuck you, bitch. But he was being pretty disrespectful before that. But yeah. then it would not until he's just like out and out. Fuck you, bitch. Uh, I mean, that's uh, that, that's just awful. That's awful. So, um. Okay, uh, I, I'm trying to... Okay, so there's a horrifying video of the attack, right? Horrifying, according right. to... Slapping a bag filled with his own crap in the victim's face. So I'm reading from the post. And then rubbing it on the back of her head as she sat on a bench at the Wakefield 241st Street Station. Uh, subway station. That's... I, th- I believe that's an above ground. And now just before the attack, Abrakwa approached the victim and said, Hey, Mommy... Which is spelled Mammy. You mammy. Know? Yeah. How come you don't want to talk to me? How come you don't want to talk to me? Hey, Mommy, how come you don't want to talk to me? Hey, how come you don't want to talk to me? <laughs> There's something about you. That I, don't know. I think you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the complainant did not engage with the defendant, the ADA said. And instead of taking the lack of engagement in stride, uh, the defendant responded with violence. He walked into a nearby idling subway car and defecated in a bag. He then walked back to the complainant and repeatedly smashed the bag and left his feces in her face, neck, 
shoulders, and back area. She had feces in her eyes and hair. As he attacked, the defendant stated in some and substance, like this, bitch? Wow. I think that's the way that's to be read. Like this, not like this, bitch. Yeah, not not (laughs) not. I don't don't think he meant. uh, Yeah, what? Like this, bitch, or uh, like this, bitch. There's a question mark, so it's not that it's not. He's not commanding her to like it. Or asking a question. (laughs) Or like this, bitch. Like, you want it this way? Is that the way you like it? Where like the this? comma is like, like this, like like bitch. like this, <laughs> like yeah. like she had already suggested a way to smash crap in his face, and he's going like this. Yeah, I think it's like this, bitch, and uh, the victim. I, I like that. I like that. That he stated in sum and substance, <laughs> like this, bitch. <laughs> so he said it, and his behavior was in agreement with his, you know, with what he was saying. Right. Uh, He's smashing it into her face as if to, in, to indicate a sarcastic question of like this bitch. So um, th- may I say uh, him making jokes during it like that or a sarcastic, you know, rubbing it in sort of uh, sure. kind of comment um, as he literally rubbed it in that uh, that also is an indication that he's just a violent guy. You right. know what I mean? He's not like, uh, you know, he's not hearing voices. Uh, the right. devil didn't command him to do it. Exactly. Right. Take this, you apple tree. You know. Yeah. yeah. Then we might be questioning things. He then walked uh, back. He then walked back to the complainant and repeatedly smashed the bag and left his feces in her face, head, neck, shoulders, and back. She had feces in her eyes and wow. hair. Now the victim used her own bag to shield shield herself. How, what is, how convenient! She had her own bag of feces <laughs> to shield herself, but suffered a, a small bleeding cut inside her lip. Which that's got to also be a concern, yeah, and a feces. swollen and red uh, forehead. If she had feces in her mouth, then it's there. I guess yeah. the cut maybe wouldn't make that big of a difference. Uh, but uh, just after being freed in the Bronx, a Brock was nabbed in connection to a Brooklyn hate crime, a violent Brooklyn hate crime. Immediately after, he's like, "Damn, all right, done with that. Oh, I'm going to get a jump on next month." <laughs> Wait a second. There's a hate crime angle to this. Coming this right great. up. This is great. Is that a request? Yes. You got it. In I that, want a hate crime. In that case, a Brocklin approached 46-year-old man on Utica Avenue near Park Place in wonderful Crown Heights, royal Crown Heights, around 5.30 p.m. What? What? Oh, he was nabbed in connection to this crime. He didn't go do it then. It happened in September. But okay. they put it together that that was him. That's what it was. Got it. Because this happened in September. Uh, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Um, so he approached this man, he said, fucking Jew, I'm gonna kill you. He's a Jew, apparently. He then spat on the victim's chest. And in Crown Heights, it was probably a fucking, you know, uh, what do you call them, ultra-Orthodox, yeah, Hasid Hasidum, types. Hasidum. Yeah, because uh, that's there's a lot of them there. There's a lot of them in Williamsburg. There's a lot of them in, uh, Borough Park is pretty much yeah. unanimous. And he spat on the victim's chest and tried to punch him, missed, wow. before fleeing, according to cops and police sources. So, uh, yes, uh, they they're they want him in jail, and now they are they're like, well, why don't we pick him up on that other thing? Right, because <laughs> yeah. they had a, some information there. But that may, that means in, in four diff- in how many how many months? I guess let's see. He 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 did two in in February, right? February fifth and February something else, twenty something. And he did one in January. This is in September. He, he's pretty much constantly doing yeah. shit, and he's probably doing shit too that he doesn't he's get probably reported or caught. Doing for. one right now. Well, I, don't, I assume he's out. 
Uh, he yeah, spat on the victim. Yeah, Abraka was charged with harassment and menacing, uh, both as hate crimes. Now, I don't know if it becomes a federal menacing hate crime. Right. Uh, I suppose it does, though. I mean, isn't that what a hate crime is? Well, that makes it federal, see, he right? He wasn't at the Capitol, so uh, it's not the same. Well, it's not on the level of yeah. treason and insurrection. Yeah, but and, you know, trying to threaten our, shame sacred, on you. our you... sacred democracy. I know, our democracy. Uh, now, he had, like I said, since 99, uh, 22 arrests. And uh, among those arrests, let's go through whatever we have here. The bus included <laughs> that February 5th assault. He assaulted the Greyhound bus driver in the face. Of the, oh, it was a bus driver. He assaulted wow. a fucking bus driver. I thought that took it up a notch. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if it was on a bus. I said it was in the terminal. Uh, he, uh, uh, The other victim, I said, he punched multiple times. They just keep letting him go. Yeah. He was arraigned uh, for this February 6th. They let him out, so he smears shit on somebody. Jeez. Same reason. All because of bail reform laws. That's what this all is. There's no way this would have happened before. They might have asked for light bail. They might have asked right, for little bail. Right. But they would not say no bail. I mean, they just wouldn't. But when does the bail kick in? What type of crime do you have to commit? I guess it's not the amount of crimes; it's the severity of the crime. Yeah, is that exactly. How it works? It's it's the it's not even the severity because this, I mean I know what you mean by severity. Yeah. yeah. It can be pretty it, this varying levels of severe, uh, but it has to be. It, it's the uh, the classification of it rather. Uh, the classification has to be like it has to be uh, assault one or something with right. a gun. Right. Right. There has to oh, be. Okay. Guns are a big one. They want gun. They want guns to be. If you get a gun now, if you go and rob a place with a gun and don't shoot mm-hmm. and somebody shoots you while you're right. trying to commit the robbery, they're more likely to charge you with murder for shooting him than than they would be likely to charge this guy with. Uh, and they might charge you with attempted murder if you if you just shot him to protect yourself. That's crazy. Because this guy didn't fire his weapon. You know, like you have to wait to get killed before. you can And then he'll somebody. be out on bail and rob you the next day. <sighs> uh, says on, And that's just to get bail. The, uh, well, OK, now, I don't know if it's. It's pretty severe to get bail, but now they've even gone a step further. With this new ADA, they say, we're not seeking carceral sentences of any kind. No prison right? until it's like murder one. And even then, they're like, we're never seeking life without parole, ever. Even if you kill a cop, senator, anybody, we're not seeking that. We're not seeking life without parole. We're just not. So it's... And, and they're doing a lot of it based on this restorative justice idea too that that gets factored in now, justice. that's this is where it becomes into picking winners and losers in terms of the law uh, you you were not treated the same way depending on depending on where you grew up if you grew up in a bad situation in a bad neighborhood a, right. a poor neighborhood or something and you had certain challenges then that comes into play on your sentencing for doing something bad now i don't i don't know how anybody that's feels about that under the law at all. It's it that's what I'm saying. At all. Yeah. It's yeah. no, no. <laughs> At all. Wow, you caught on to that quick. It's no, it's racist, is what it is. It's it's, it's racist and wrong and, and for them to just like say like here's my guidance to my ADA is like like Alan Bragg did. Right. Now Adams acts like he's not straight down the line for this. He is. He has no problem with it. He knew the guy's platform, his policies, his politics all along, and he and he's been saying, Yeah, he's my guy. So, you know, he might say it in slightly different words. But, sure, sure, uh, sure. So, sure. but that's what he's saying, and and so, uh, he he makes this play. A, bit. a lot of people think Adams is like going to be some kind of a fucking law and order sort of. 
I mean, he he's a good politician because he says things that make it sound like, oh, I'm so against the thing. Right. He's not. I heard he was a really shitty cop. He would, like, call out all the time and make excuses for, you know, doing a bad job. Well, he was not a, you know, real um, crime fighter, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, policemen who are politicians are, you know promoted uh they they it's it's a very political thing in the police force because like the unions are involved right well they're uh, unions are actually like pretty conservative the the uh the the political types man are they're not popular with the rank and file okay. you know what i mean I but they're the, yeah so if you're going to be popular with the rank and file you might not be popular with the brass right and if you're popular with the brass, you're probably not going to be popular with the rank and file. file. You got to kiss ass upward instead right. of taking care of the people around you, and you'll fuck the person standing next to you to get up there, you know. And that's it, I, it's a paramilitary organization, you know, like any. And so uh, there's rank and and all that stuff matters. But sure. one day after the violent, why am I explaining this to you? You know this. Stuff. A day <laughs> after good. the vile attack underground, right? On February. 22nd, a Brockwa menaced an employee with a screwdriver that he'd snatched from a sales rack at a hardware store on White Plains Road. He, he snatched it. He stole a screwdriver. He stole a weapon. Yeah. Because it's criminal possession of a weapon. Once you attack somebody with anything, it doesn't matter if it's a butter knife or a stick of butter. That's a weapon. It's a weapon. And, and it bugs me that they say snatched. He also snatched a can of mace from another employee's hand at the uh, at the court at the store rather the court doc said he when stole. you steal you know what i mean and, but he's charged with petit larceny and criminal possession of a weapon and released on his own recognizance in connection to that case as well yes he is free tonight yeah what do you think about that <laughs> that's ridiculous it's awesome isn't it this that is, we have this such world a world is just absurd this is just crazy how how is this man walking around new york city right now He's up there in the 200s doing whatever the fuck he does. He's a model citizen. He's a model. How dare I? No, no. <laughs> You're right in your assessment. But here he's a model citizen. Oh, okay. Because they just, look after that's what him. They do. Look at the way they look after him. Look at the way they just go, oh, you. Again, we just saw you yesterday. Get out of here. And he's the worst criminal ever. He gets caught all the fucking time. Right. I mean, he's just, just like not even trying not to get caught, I don't think. He must do it so often because you don't get caught every time. Maybe you get caught every other time, uh, maybe third time. Still not very good every every other time. He's doing this like every day. He's committing a crime. I I feel like very often. Well, he just got out of this thing. He's like, you know what? That judge, who I don't like, I think I'm going to get some pepper spray, some mace here, and uh, handle her. Yeah. What was he going to do with that? What was he going to do? That's an escalation. He goes from fecal matter to mace. Okay. What now? Yeah. What's next? If what's they next? don't catch him, what's next? Screwdriver. A screwdriver to and the back a, of the head. a mace. You know, like you can sharpen the fuck out of a screwdriver. Sure. And he's homeless. So, I mean, he's out someplace <laughs> he's... with a can of mace and, well, he doesn't have it, but he would have been, and a screwdriver, which becomes a, a fucking, and it's a, even if you don't sharpen it. You can plunge a fucking yeah. screwdriver and down somebody's throat, into their eye, through their neck. 
You could do a lot. You could stab somebody in the gut with it if you if sure. you shove hard enough. Remember, uh, that's uh, Bernard Getz was confronted with screwdriver wielding yeah. teenagers. Yes. Uh, teens. They were teens. teens. Of course, teens. Those those pesky teens. <laughs> and uh, he uh, was uh, subsequently, you know, arrested once he turned himself in and, and tried in the case. Yeah. And he was acquitted on all but the weapons charge, which was undeniable. He did have a gun because he shot him. He admitted that. But he was terrified. He was sure. afraid for his... Um, I don't know that it would go that way now. I don't know that now it would go that way, which means no. which means that something needs to happen because we have... But the situation that, that Bernard Getz describes when he's speaking to the detectives as they're questioning him, and we get to hear him tell his story and, and sort of like how he feels about it. And it, it's uh, a documentary that I saw about Bernard Getz. And I've posted links on this before. Uh, and it's not hard to find. I mean, whatever. He, uh, he, says, he, he describes a situation where they don't care. They don't, they don't have any concern. The, the, he goes, there, w- there was one woman who had like a sort of a real strong New York accent. And sure. I think she got called off vacation to come and, and, and question him. And as soon as she starts talking, you see him tighten up. And she's asking him, you know, about it or whatever, you know. And he's just like, oh, just that voice. He goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be rude. I, don't, I really don't want to be rude. But that, that voice, that, that voice you have, you know. And, right. it's, and it's like, uh, she's like, what? Oh, so they beat you up. <laughs> you were afraid they were going to beat you up? And he goes, see, you say beat, up. beat me up. Like it's a school year. Like it's like, you don't know. You don't know. Right. He's like, you just don't know. This guy had been beaten up so badly in the past over... You know, uh, being robbed, smashed into a, a you know a glass window and and or into wow. a revolving door or something like that. And this, I think they broke him. They broke the door with him. Wow, he'd been badly, badly beaten up. That's why he had the gun. That's why he got the gun. And he's like, sure. next time some shit like this happens, this will not happen. This, I don't care about Good the results. Him. Yeah, and he was. But he, he had. Was and he had a, yeah, and he. He's out now, but he didn't. There was definitely bail. <laughs> I don't think. I think they held him without bail, and wow. he wound up getting out after he served some time for the weapons charge. A lot of people have weapons charges that don't do time, but in this case, they thought maybe he should. Certain people. And this guy, sure. I mean, it could be anyone. Sure, anyone. But he got time, and then he uh, he got out, and he uh, he likes squirrels now, from what I understand. Yeah, he likes, I heard likes that. To feed he the squirrels. Sits in the park, feeds squirrels. Yeah. Have him in his apartment. But now we've done a, we do a lot of like uh, you know if, if you're reporting on crime in New York City and you are being authentic to what you're reading and not just trying to make it some kind of like you know I don't know like a film noir kind of oh and then this happened it's like all right. about that because I did not stray into a political area talking about crime in New York City I I never did. But I did report on the politics that exists in the crime sure. where the politics has intruded on the crime and on the crime coverage. And in law enforcement, where politics is intruded, if the rules change, rules of engagement for police to, to criminal change, I'm going to talk about it. Okay. It, it's, it, it has something to do with crime. If they change the bail laws so that like this guy gets out over and over and over again and gets to do more crime, how am I not supposed to talk about that? I disagree it's, with that. I don't think it's a good thing. So right. I'm not getting political. 
people might people have like told me about the show like I don't like the why are you guys so political I, I'm a day one subscriber blah 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 usually people that say that they subscribe they listen to a few episodes and stopped and then they picked it back up and oh listen to him all political not political I don't at think, all I don't think anybody who <laughs> stop it it's a backdrop do it up for fun. <laughs> But I'm not. I mean, like it's, it's the he was a president. This matters. This matters. It's not just that. It's that it doesn't. It's the coverage is slanted right. towards uh, anti law and order agenda. The laws are slanted towards anti law enforcement agenda. The correction facilities are being emptied and closed because of presumably COVID sometimes, oh, but an sure. anti law enforcement, anti punishment, anti incarceration uh, narrative or, or agenda, I should say. Uh, so that's just happening. I, this is not open for, like, interpretation. This is not me, like, going, uh, well, that's that's what I think is going on. You can see it. You And if you say it's not anti-law enforcement to say, uh, yeah, they're all racist and they need to be retrained when uh, a th- it's a minority-majority uh Police force. Right, right, right. Whites right, right. are the minority of the police force. And how much retraining? I hear this word retrain. What the fuck does retrain mean? What do they mean by retraining? What do they have to do? It's it's not the cops' fault that these people keep getting out and put back on the street the very next day no. after smearing feces in the woman's face. It's, but, I mean, it's not the cops' fault. But yeah, in this case, nobody's talking about retraining. No one's retraining. How yeah. do you retrain that? Maybe, maybe he should be fucking retrained. Yeah. Maybe potty trained, right? <laughs> Maybe maybe we should retrain some of the criminals, right? Yeah, that would be no, nice. No, no, no. What are you talking about? Training? Training? Now, they, I bet they're opposed to any sort of, like, job training. Oh, yeah. I say job training is all they should do in prison. They should, And it shouldn't be a choice. But that right. would be cruel and unusual, right? If you don't just... It's very unusual to have a job. Incarceration <laughs> should be very unappealing. But it should not be inhumane. Right. I agree with that. And uh, and And I think that they... If they do have to learn... Uh, a job, a trade, uh, and a work ethic, and, you know, maybe even learn to benefit from those skills. Maybe if you do go to work 100 days in a row, you get an ice cream sundae sure. or the prison equivalent of an ice cream sundae, whatever that would be. A couple packs of ramen noodles. And now, um, um, uh, <laughs> we got to do better than that. Got to do better than that. Manhattan Judge on Monday taught, did you know that in, when I, I, I talked to somebody who was in jail for a little bit the other day because we were, you know, I was sleeping with her, and... Uh, <laughs> She told me that they have a product, they have something that they use that is body wash, shampoo, toothpaste, hair gel. It's everything you use in one, and she said it was called cell block, or she couldn't remember what it was called, but it was made for prisons, and it's one thing. Isn't that fascinating? Toothpaste, deodorant. uh, (laughs) Pour it all over your body, roll around in it. Do whatever you want with it. Manhattan judge on Monday uh, tossed a lawsuit uh, brought by an Asian NYPD detective against a man who spewed racist slurs at him. So uh, it says, so while the tirade was obscene, uh, it counts as constitutionally protected speech. I'm always pro free speech. Sure. But uh, this this person was up like would not leave the cop alone uh, and um, was was saying all this shit, whatever it is. Now, we'll see what, what it was exactly. Right. It's very interesting. Uh, Vincent Chung, he brought the complaint. He believed that uh, believed to be the first of its kind against Terrell Harper, who was caught in a 10-minute video calling uh, Chung a goddamn cat eater and asking if he was going to judo chop him. 
to me, all that's protected speech. Fine. You're yeah. just you're, these are yeah, you're not nice things. Yeah. But I I wonder if this was a white man talking to a black cop and he goes, uh, "Hey, are you you goddamn fried chicken eater? Yeah. You know, you gonna you gonna fucking shoot me with your gun because you have guns because you do crime or whatever, you know? Right. Uh, or I mean, then again, we saw the fucking president go, "Oh, what are you drug addict? Huh? Cocaine? <laughs> cocaine? What are you high on cocaine? You junkie? Uh, no, I mean he did a reversal that was completely inappropriate. I'm doing a fucking Reversal that is appropriate. Yeah, that has. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, (laughs) many times. So now the video speaks volume. uh, Speaks. uh, It says the video speaks volume. Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Shlomo Hagler. It it doesn't speak volumes. It speaks volume. (laughs) Is that the correct way? Because I mean, am I saying it some kind of a fucking? No, I think Shlomo is a hilarious name. Am I am I saying it? No. Oh, I know Shlomo. I get it. Shlomo. Right. Funny name. No, it's a funny name. No, I wasn't wondering what you were laughing at. I was just saying, like, the video speaks volume, and I thought maybe I've been saying it, you know, in some kind of cretinous way, you know, and it's actually no. It's it's volumes, right? It's volumes. It says the obscenities, the diatribes, the hateful and obscene words uh, were said. Uh, There's no doubt about that. Such conduct should be condemned and has no place in a civil society. Hagler continued, but in dismissing the suit. The jurist acknowledged that the U.S. Supreme Court has held that even hate speech is free speech. Thank God. Protected under the First Amendment. Yeah, it should go this way, I guess. Yeah. But it doesn't seem just like speech. It seems like it's, uh, if the guy's on duty, you know, they're interfering with uh, governmental something, something. Impeding police. <laughs> it's not like this guy's a capital police officer. Yeah. Right? So uh, they have upheld the law. The First uh, Amendment is sacrosanct. And the ability to protest is... I, I think the more precedence we can get for free speech, the better. Right. So I guess Fair. I agree with this. And and the legislature uh, wishes to encourage rather than have the right to free speech curtailed. I think it's a good decision. Uh, it's I don't think hate speech is something that you should be able to, um, under the law, you know, get... get Who decides what's for. hate speech and what isn't? It's a bit of know? the problem. Yeah. But even if they had stuff that could decide it, would, that would be unconstitutional. Sure. I mean, until you're talking about, like, uh, I'm coming to your house to kill your family, it's not a threat. Yeah, unless you're making a threat. If they would just, like, enforce the laws that they have, I think there's plenty of laws. Uh, But he believes that the lawmakers uh, should carve out. Oh, let's see. Whoa. Okay, I don't know if I agree with this. A Hagler said he believes the lawmakers should make a carve out in the First Amendment to bar hate speech. Wow. Oh, I totally disagree. And the first uh, one arrested. For what? What do you do? For hate speech. Why? Because I say funny jokes. Oh. In my little chat rooms. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And encouraged Chuck. That was a funny joke. A 16-year-old NYPD veteran. And uh, they encouraged Chung, who is a uh, 16-year NYPD veteran, and his lawyers to take the issue up with the legislature. Go to the legislature, have them change the law so that you would be able to sue. But you can't sue with with the law currently as it's uh, configured. It doesn't have a cutout for hate speech. I don't think that in any situation, saying things about a judo chop, <laughs> it's clearly funny. Judo chop? Judo chop. Cat eater? These are at least attempts at humor. It's trying. You know, and it, it, that's different. If you're making a joke, it's not hate. Jokes are not made like, that's, that's, hate has, the whole point of a hate crime is not like, we can't have people making fun of people. It's not. <laughs> It wasn't to prevent comedy or, you know, roasting or harsh jokes. Sure. It was to pre- prevent, like, you know, um, fucking, hey, everybody, let's go kill them. Yeah, let's kill those people that are different These than people us. die, you know, yeah. that kind of shit. So that, like, if people are all chanting, let's kill the Latinos or right. whatever, go get the whites. 
<sighs> they would never. No one would ever say it's that. It's not okay. Yeah. Well, Go you know, you'd be surprised. <laughs> If you think that it, I do believe this legislation should go back and review whether they should protect racist and hateful speech as part of the civil rights law, judge said, uh, he's, I sympathize with you as a Jew, as a Jew <laughs> earlier in the Slow hearing, mo. Harper's lawyer, <laughs> Remy Green, Remy, that's a hate crime in itself. Acknowledge then acknowledge that Harper used some uh, extraordinarily offensive language. Hate speech is free speech. Green added later. The Supreme Court has said it over and over again. Hate speech is free speech. Uh, I mean, they want to go the other way. Free speech is hate speech. Right, yeah. Yep, anything they say, anything, you say that they disagree with is hate speech. Anything dependent on your freedom to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this says Chung's lawyer pleaded with the judge to rule against the uh, legal president, precedent. Rule against the legal precedent. They don't like to do that. Ooh. Maybe it's time to revisit some of that precedent at a time of unprecedented hate crimes against the Asian community. Following the pandemic, um, did the guy mention COVID? Hate begets hate. Hate speech spawns violence. It's incontrovertible. Uh, this is not. <sighs> no. Yeah, I don't know if that's incontrovertible. Hate speech spawns violence. Okay. Okay. Let's take that precedent. Hate speech sure. spawns violence. Was any violence spawned from this? Then it's not hate speech. Fair enough. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- no. By your yeah, own math, definitely. it's not hate speech. Yeah, it's a stupid statement. I, yeah, hate speech spawns violence. It's incontrovertible. Okay, I mean, I, I know he means ongoing, you know, but no amount of of making fun of people or having a doing a judo chop that right. is never going to inspire any violence against anybody. It's yeah. just not. If anything, uh, it endears you to the person that can take a joke. Right. Look how nice. I mean, Chinese people and Asian people have been attacked. A lot recently in New York City and L.A. and around the country. Not any more than usual. But, yeah, they're doing it because of COVID. They're trying to show it because they're trying to make a connection that Chinese people are getting beat up because we're racist because of COVID. That's the connection they're drawing. They're trying to make that. They're trying yeah. to make that, yeah. And it's all black people doing it, so. Well, they're, it's, it's not all black people, my friend. Okay, 98.3%. Well... I haven't taken any sort of. Uh, I, I haven't. Made, I, have, I have, made that number up. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. Uh, well, we can come back to the. He said, "I'm looking at the next cop funeral. I'm gonna fuck it up, bro." Uh, Harper made headlines last month when he allegedly posted a video on his Instagram story uh, before a second slain officer's funeral, saying, "I'm looking for the next cop funeral. I'm gonna fuck it up, bro." Wow. And uh, the story uh, featured a photo of. of uh, of officers lined up outside of the funeral for Re- Officer Rivera. That's Officer Jason Rivera. And it was posted just days before services for Officer Wilbert Mora before they took place. And the pair of officers were shot during a domestic violence call in the Boogie D. January 21st. They died days later. Now, yeah, that's uh, incredibly fucked up how that happened. Um, and it shows how dangerous any call can be. They're called to the home. Take right. care of this domestic disturbance, you know. People get really bent out of shape when officers shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah. They do. And yeah. and so they go there. They're trying to solve a problem. They don't come in guns blazing like everybody would, you know, assume. Sure. <laughs> They're walking down a long hallway. The guy's at the end of the hallway. And uh, he just opens the door and shoots them. You know, they're not, uh, you know, they have they don't have their guns drawn. 
They don't, uh, as far as I know, maybe they did. I don't know, but they got shot and killed. Yeah, I think I would have heard that. We would have heard about that if they had their guns drawn. They'd been like, can you believe that? Even though they got yeah. shot and killed. Yeah. They, they should they not have had their guns drawn. They should not have their guns drawn. Now, okay, as you were saying, uh, I, I, have to, I have to open up a bookmark here because I bookmarked the story especially for you. Because uh, uh, I, I wanted to bring this up today. Okay. And I, because I know how you feel about, the, look at all my, don't look at my bookmarks, rather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know how it is. Man gets off lonely at night. <laughs> lonely in New York City. <laughs> uh, today, yes, where is my fucking, okay, well, this is not going to work out. I, I, bookmarks are something I'm, I've never been able to deal with properly. I don't, I don't know how, to, I don't know how people fucking do it. Okay. I, like, computer shit is just a very, Awkward thing sometimes, um, but uh, I do want to uh, bring the story up, and it is very important. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's. Uh, oh boy, I'm just gonna have to fucking find it someplace else. I guess I don't have it here. Very frustrating right now. Very frustrating. Uh, you you tell uh, people about the Patriarchy Show while I uh, find this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to the Patriarchy Show with me and Pat Dixon here. Of course, you know who he is uh, on YouTube. Uh, the channel is The Patriarchy Show. You can follow me at Ian D. Erickson on Instagram. I was kicked off of Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show, The Patriarchy Show, at Show Patriarchy on Twitter. I'm kind of sneaking on Twitter again. They'll, they'll eventually find out and kick me off, but what are we going to do? Yeah, you'll, you'll get there. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, and, and thanks for doing that. And sure. uh, Okay, now I'm gonna, I'll go with that. Uh, uh, wait, there's a plethora of stories here, and so I'm just going to take the first one, which happens to be Fox News. I'll read this. Uh, that, uh, yeah, uh, they're investigating a hate crime pattern after seven women were attacked in just over two hours. They wow. have an arrest in this, I, was t I, I had read, uh, but I'm not seeing that in this, uh, in this version of the story. Maybe, they, I mean, the arrest was, okay, yeah. I, I do want to find that, because it, it's, it's a little surprising. Uh, he punched seven Asian women in a day. Wow! In a in in a in a in a, in a, in a several hour period. Uh, he uh yeah here we have a, a man in this charge yeah a man accused of committing seven hate crimes against uh seven hate crime attacks in the span of two hours in Manhattan on a spree of violence against women of Asian descent was arrested Wednesday. His name is uh, his twenty eight year old Stephen Zejonk. Allegedly punched or elbowed most of the women in the face and shoved one to the ground in the attack Sunday, according to the PD, NYPD. Uh, the victims uh, aged ranged from 19 to 57, and two were treated. This guy's got a range, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, you know, I guess uh, yellow don't crack, right? <laughs> we don't know the difference. <laughs> 30 years old, they all look 30. Yeah, they, uh, they're, they, they look 30 until they look 80, right? Yeah, then they get all shunken up. Uh, Zajonk was arrested on charges of assault as a hate crime, attempted assault as a hate crime. None of that's third degree shit for him. It's no. I mean, look, I mean, if he would have just like been polite and shoved a bag of feces in a woman's face, maybe he'd be out on bail. He would be. But the uh, it, it shows that quantity does count, though, doesn't it? Because these these he wasn't arrested each time and get out. If he would have right. done them one at a time. No big deal. Presumably he'd be fine, right? Sure. I, I, I guess it's, it's, is it just the pattern that makes it a hate crime? I'm curious about that. Uh, Did he say anything to the Asian women while he was punching them? Yeah, I don't know. Fuck we you, Asian woman. Ha haven't gotten to that yet. <laughs> haven't gotten to that yet. Right. Did he spit in their chest? Did he? Uh, did he say, "I'm going to kill you, Asian woman"? It looks like we have uh, one of the, something here. On yeah, he threw her to the ground. Now, it looks like he's. This is video here that I'm looking at the attack. Oh wait, is that an, did that say Oakland? 
Is this some other unrelated attack? Well, Oakland Chinatown whoa. Chamber of Commerce. What the fuck is this? It's in Oakland. I don't know why they're showing that video. But I guess they don't have any video yeah. of this other guy. It must not be in. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, this was in Manhattan. It's very strange uh, that they would say, oh, here's some video that could be similar to the attack. <laughs> he, he was arrested on charges of assault <laughs> as a hate crime. As I said, now the uh, address police had listed for him as a drop-in center for people experiencing homelessness. Uh, here we go <laughs> with drop, the homelessness again. A drop-in center? And it was not clear whether he had an attorney. Zajonk had no prior interactions with any of the women, police said, and he did not make any statements to them. Huh. Didn't say okay. anything. He yeah. just was, okay. So uh, I don't know. The assault spanned nearly. Uh, it says roughly two and a half miles, beginning north of Madison Square Park, down to the NoHo neighborhood north okay. of Houston. So he didn't quite get to Soho. He just made it to NoHo. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even make it to Ho. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> you, was, you that gotta, the, was that one of the women's name? Yeah, you got to cross Ho <laughs> to get to Soho. <laughs> and uh, Miss Ho is uh, the arrest occurred inside a New York Public Library uh, location after two security guards recognized the suspect contacted police. Well, hey, they had how about those eagle-eyed security guards? Nice. God bless them. Uh, the library said in, that in a statement. Uh, and so you know, he, I guess this is um, video of the guy. Yeah. And I bet you, I now I, if I've seen this video, and I think I have, it's just him walking. Uh, oh, just to get his face out. Just there. so they right. yeah had his face, but this is after the. Uh, uh, yeah, this is what he's still wanted. So this is what the guy looks like. He's very blonde. Uh, it's like Dennis the Menace walking around New York City, you know. Look at this. The blondest motherfucker you'll ever see. Thin, uh, build, carrying a backpack. Got some, look like new sneakers, you know. I mean, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't look homeless, really, Definitely particularly. Uh, you cannot really trust your, your eyes on that anymore, though, because people are, there's a class of homeless people now uh, that are sort of like, um, you know, just a little bit more... I don't know, aware of the importance of, you know, not just like sitting there with your diseased feet out on the fucking right. sidewalk. Uh, and they, and they, you know, it's like a different kind of thing. Like it, it, the homeless people in what do you call it? Uh, they're more like campers in San Francisco. <laughs> they are. They're urban campers. Urban I've heard campers. them. I've heard them called that before. Really? Okay. Yeah. Urban campers. Isn't that funny? Uh, <laughs> they're crunchy is what they are. <laughs> crunchy. It happened to me one time. I was walking down. Uh, what do you call it? Um, fucking St. Mark's place. I was trying to get back to my poker game. and got some food or something. And the uh, guy's like, hey, man. <laughs> uh, or like, so she's like, can I, can I have a coin? You know, uh, can I have a can I change or anything? I'm like, just ignored her. Goes, oh, right. come on, man. Give her a fucking coin. Whoa. I'm like, there you go. Yeah. And I did give money. I feel like an asshole for it now. But that guy bugged me. And he was like very aggressive. Wow. And I, and, and I and it worked. And I wish that it hadn't worked. But it did. I, I, I'm not perfect. I admit when I fucking make a mistake and give the wrong people money. Give her a coin. But usually when people ask a you for money, coin. I've seen, you know, you just kind of shrug them right off. No. <laughs> yeah. Keep walking. I normally do. Yeah. But you know what? Weird. I must have been flush with poker winnings or something. Or... <laughs> you have plenty of coin. <laughs> it's like, here's a fucking coin. Or, you know, like, I don't have any problem with that. We do. It's happened. We've walked around the city some. And it happens. Uh, cigarettes are another one. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to give you a cigarette. Yeah. I'm just not. I don't have one for you. I, and I do try to be polite. I say, uh, sorry, no. You know, I'm not giving them a fuck you. Sure. Because, like, it's their job. They're just doing their job. But they ask for money. I'm like, uh, dude, you know what? And the truth of it is, I've incurred certain debts in the process of my life, living it the way that I do. You might say, "Hey, how does a hardworking person such as yourself, multiple talents, and oh, yeah. and and you know, kind of just just an all around fucking 
dynamo <laughs> wind up with debts. Oh, it's, you know, what can I say? My uh, skills and my, uh, my, my skill set, my talents, they're not always rewarded, you know, in, in – you know, commiserate with what they bring to society. I'll sure. say that. Okay. Now, sometimes okay. they are even way more so. The war, the rewards of my life are not always financial. They many times they they are in ass time, or uh, <laughs> I'm rewarded with other things. You live a pretty free life. I have my freedom. You definitely as, have freedom. as free as an American can be these yeah. days. Uh, the two guards news a junk as a regular. Uh, was I making a point or no? Probably not. Right. I was talking uh, about my debts. Now I yeah. said a homeless debts. person. Don't you understand? You've got zero. I have less than you. <laughs> You're asking me for money? I should be asking you for money. Pay my chase bill. Pay my shit, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I look as... Look, I figured out how to get things. <laughs> yeah. I don't and know not pay can. for them immediately. <laughs> why don't you do that? Yeah, pretty easy. Establish some credit. Yeah. At an early age and then work from there. But I mean, I know... What, the thing is, is like... They're freer than I am, so they have the same shit reward that I've got. The same—I don't mean shit reward, but the same shit, comma reward. You have, uh, you know, roof over your head. You have shows. Barely. (laughs) Shows are my work. Instruments and. So what? I'm way better than the give her money, motherfucker guy. You're doing way better than that guy. But they've got more freedom than I've got. They got plenty of freedom. They've to lie got on a even sidewalk. more freedom than me. They don't. They they don't have to account to anybody. I have to account to somebody eventually. Yeah. They have. They they are unaccountable to any person. They can even shove a bag of feces in somebody's face and not go to jail so for it. So it's either if you're really rich, you have freedom. If you're really poor, you have freedom. If you're anyone in the ninety nine percent in the middle, you're fucked. So. Well, you don't owe either one of them anything is yeah. the way I see it. It doesn't necessarily mean you're fucked, but I mean, you're you know, you're going to get you, debt. You choose your life. Yeah. And and if you don't want to be homeless, you don't have to be. I don't think that you have to be. I don't think you have to be. Unless that, you're insane. There's It's still a choice. Yeah. They could go, you know what? I'm insane. But uh, if only we lived in a, in a humane sort of society that would lock people like me up to prevent me from doing terrible things to myself right. or others. And. You know what? I, I think that insane asylums, they were terrible places. I mean, you know, but anything the state runs is going to be terrible. Sure. So why not just make them better instead of making them non-existent? Privatize them. Because they want, no, they need to be, that would help. But then they would be ridiculously expensive and nobody could do it. Sure. Or, I mean, they could privatize them and make it like, yeah, we, or make it donations. Well, they, they would bill Medicaid and Medicare. That's who they Yeah, and their rates would be sky high and they would yeah. pass the fucking money. I mean, it doesn't work. I mean, it, then it would be a sta- if they were billing somebody else for it, they got to be accountable to somebody. Maybe get a bunch of do-gooders together and be accountable to them. Charities. Now, I don't think that all these like insane people should necessarily have a very high standard of living in general, but they shouldn't be like sitting in their own piss, yeah. assaulting each other and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. At definitely. least not unless they want to. I mean, if, yeah, if that's your choice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now, they identified this guy. Uh, they recognized him and said, "No, please release the video of the suspect before he entered the library." Uh, the suspect arrived at the library. What the, the homeless people? It's that's what it is. Uh, it's a whore bath for library uh, for homeless people. That's right. what the library is. Library is a place for homeless people to get that fucking just the edge of that ball smell off of them. <laughs> you know, to 
They'll be in there with their pants off, washing their yeah. feet in the fucking sink. I don't crack. I do not go to gross. libraries at all, ever. I hate them. I know people, particularly women, will tell Oh, I love the library. Do you? Yeah. Let me show you something. All the books. <laughs> it's Give me a break, man. Libraries. Penn Station bathroom is disgusting. No books even there. Yeah, no books. You can't even read I didn't anything. Even know. Honestly, I didn't know there was a bathroom in Penn Station. There is by the New Jersey uh, transit and, area. Uh, is there anybody in there washing? Probably. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. They Wash. should take. You know how they used they used to clean the subways with this power hose. I don't believe it. <laughs> back in the day, really? Only a few years ago. Oh wow. Mostly pre-COVID, they kept going. De Blasio, everything's been scaling back and getting nastier. But after COVID, I, I don't know what, what. It seems like everything got shittier by choice because they chintz on some stuff and then they don't up chintz it. When the time comes. Right. So now, you know, you have like like our building where we do crime report. There was a robbery there. Uh, some people, some somebody came in. Wow. Confidence their way around and just was stealing stuff from people's, uh, stole stuff from people's bags, wallets, uh, coats, wow. things like that. They have security. It's all on camera, there. but they don't have security it, because of COVID. Because they started shutting uh, the building at night. Okay. And they didn't chintz up. They're like, okay, well, having the building open is one thing. They locked the door at six, and we've been negotiating around that. Like, hey, can you let me in and all that kind of stuff? Right. Because my show's at seven. No guy. But now um, they brought the guy back. Yeah. They because need the guy. people were stealing, and um, yeah, shouldn't have to deal with that, right? Right. Now somebody should have recognized that this person was doing this. Nobody would be at my show doing this because, like, I, I'm gonna go. Who are you? Why are you here are you at here? my show? Yeah. It's a difficult question for some people to ask, not me. But with it was Chrissy Mayer's show where it happened, oh, and wow. um, she has a number of guests, and she also has some porn star guests. So a lot of porn people you don't hear of, people with an OnlyFans, whatever. You okay. know, she, she's fascinated by these people, so they come on, and they show their pussies or <laughs> whatever yeah, it is they, they got to sell. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and so, but nobody knew who this woman was, but they figured she must be. You know, with the show or something, but right. she wasn't coming in to the, you know, she was out there with coats and stuff. Right. I mean, she was like, yeah. the video the is hilarious. The way she's like reaching across and getting stuff. It's like, man, she's just shamelessly grabbing everything. And, and there's nobody. Now, some people would say the person who's like a manager or something would be around, you know, just keeping an eye on shit. Sure. I don't know. Not the case here in this in this situation, but uh, you that would be good. But it's not, it didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, that's what happened. So now they're chintzing back up, at least, at that building. That's but nice. I, I think a lot of that happened. Now those power hoses that they were using to wash down the subway platforms, to clean everything, right? I mean, that's there's nothing there that is hurt by being wet. There's you know, The benches are these old-ass fucking hardwood. Yep. So everything's fine that way. There'd be steam. You got when they would do that in like fucking early August, mid August, and July. It was so fucking hot down there. You'd be like, man, you look forward to walking down into the subway just to feel the breeze when the train comes. Right. You know, that's when you feel that big relief. It's all steamy and shit, especially then if they clean up, just clean the platform, and it's so fucking hot in there. And then that the train comes, you feel it coming through the tunnel. That's how you can tell when the train's coming. You feel that breeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't do that shit anymore. So I was thinking, like, they do is bring back washing down the platforms and 
require homeless people to get naked and just be hosed down. <laughs> just hose down the homeless people right yes, then and there. Right then and there. That's with no idea. change in water temperature. You want to get that nice, <laughs> hot fucking... Get that filth off. Yeah. I'm with it. I'll let people think about that. And and Rikers, you know, has its problems. But it's not, like, uh, unlivable. Uh, they've taken a lot of people out of there. Why don't they just put homeless people in Rikers and say, it's a homeless thing now. Yeah. We're teaching them skills, valuable skills, like not fucking with people, not shoving shit in somebody's face. We're teaching them these skills. Life skills. See, these are good ideas. That's the problem. The, and uh, Good ideas the are. The people in charge wanted to destroy this country. They're not welcome. So the good ideas get to the backseat, and the vice president, who's the biggest idiot I've ever seen in my life, gets to be the vice president. I don't yeah. know how you could be so dumb and be did you know that, that our, powerful Did you position? know that our vice president, I don't know if you're aware of this, okay? Our vice president doesn't even have a dick. Nope. First time ever. Every other vice president has had a dick. Not this one. Nope. No dick. Uh, now, this is somebody saying, this guy here, <laughs> oh my God, the chief operating officer of the library got to sing the praises of the guards, the library security guards. Okay, you broke this big case. <laughs> our, our guards have the extremely, uh, the extremely challenging job, especially under recent circumstances, of keeping our branches safe and welcoming for all New Yorkers. Iris uh, Winshaw said that. Uh, okay, okay, they do they do this extremely well every day, but today went above and beyond to help the NYPD keep our streets safe. Safer. Hey, look, what are they going to do? I recognize the guy, but I'm not going. Yeah, that would be above and beyond. What would be the what would be standard level here? You know, here's a guy who has attacked seven people. And you know about it. And and we know he just came in into, into the library here. What's what's okay, they, they went above and beyond. What is standard? You know what yeah. I mean? What would be like <laughs> any other uh security guard in this situation would have just done nothing. Yeah. Because that's the choice. That's another problem. They would have been fully knowledgeable of it and not done a thing. That's what that's what you expect. Yeah. We're rewarding people for doing their jobs. Wow, great. You did your job. Thank I, you. No, it's, it's, see, I don't want to go like that. Now, no. you, now you're getting all nasty about it. Yeah, I know. I'm saying that the praise, the particular praise that they're heaping on them and saying that that's above and beyond, it's not. Right. That's standard. You're there to protect library people. They're com the guy's coming in the fucking library. You're not confronting him. You're calling the police to come and do their job. I think they did exactly their job. Yeah, that's what security but this, to do. But, but saying it, you know, in this lofty way, is like, yeah, look, I, I, I understand that this person is proud <laughs> of, you know, like, hey, did it, right? Yeah. A job well done. Fine. Okay, great. But, uh, yeah, let's not get I was a security guard in college. I was a security guard. And what you're of supposed to do. No, no, no. When I was in college, I was a of security what? guard. Uh, warehouses. Where? For, uh, for who? Shipping warehouses for, I think, yeah, Pathmark, which was a supermarket chain in Jersey. Okay. And so you were just, were you just mostly walking around with a billy club swinging it around like, doo-doo-doo? No, but I'm in the booth talking to the truckers when they come in, signing them in, telling them what door to back up into, where to unload, all that shit. Where to back that ass up. Yeah, where to back. But if you see anything bad happening, you're just supposed to call the police. That's standard operating procedure. Right. You're for a security guard. Yeah. You're there to like, you know, not enforce the law or you know you can recognize clear and present danger, perhaps. Right. And and make a phone call. Yeah, I've had to do you're it. You're there to be the most alert citizen, eyes on the place. Yep. 
And uh, did you carry a gun? No. Some security guards no. get one. Yeah, to pass like a Brinks class. ones or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the Brinks. And you had to pass a class? You had to get in a gun what? to be a security gu- guard that, with a recognizing gun. Recognizing the numbers 9, 1, and 1? <laughs> no, no, no. To get a gun. To be a security oh, guard I with see. a gun. There's like training you have to go through. I'm not sure how rigorous it is. Um, the, this uh, uh, comes uh, amid, it says, uh, Asian women being attacked a lot. And they, they continue to face terrifying attacks in the U.S. And, and this is what advocates say needs to change. Uh, I, this is from from February. I don't agree that this is uh, some kind of a fucking thing. I don't. I, I I think they've always been attacked in pretty pretty big numbers because they are prime victims. They don't. Oh yeah. They, they're easily recognizable as people uh, of a certain descent uh, by their look, and they don't tend to be um, particularly confrontational. Yeah. They uh, are, I in some cases with the women meek. And um. Yeah, they're easy. They're easy targets. They're like yeah. elderly people. Elderly people, elders get attacked a lot. I mean, you know, they, older people get, if you were to break that down, I'd be curious to see because I'm, you know, as I get older too, I'm starting to go like, man, I'm not going to, I'm going to look like a defenseless old motherfucker pretty <laughs> soon. And basically when you start to look like one, you kind of start to be one, you know, because right. I mean, like, what am I really realistically going to do if a couple of guys come up and just beat the shit out of me, right? Because like, oh, he's old. Let's take his stuff. Take the old guy stuff. Here right now, sure. you know, I look like I could, uh, you know, for all they know, I'm I know how to defend myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might be insane, and but you know, and I you have to represent yourself somewhat like that. Now you get older, that gets tougher to do. It gets less convincing. It gets it's not so relevant. The fact that you know, I'm willing to do what you know, you, you look old. Yeah, so, look at this old guy. What is he going to do? You know, it says uh, now. Now we know that a woman was followed into her apartment, uh, apartment, and stabbed to death in in Chinatown. There, wow. That was not um, because of her being an Asian, uh, though. And, and and that's where I have a problem with some of these, uh, with some of these assessments. Is that like some Asian crime is incidental, you know, and some of it isn't. Now a creep followed a woman home. It's a news story mm-hmm. in violent Brooklyn before sexually assaulting her, viciously pummeling her. Wow. That was a sexual assault and a vicious pummel. The uh, suspect trailed the 28-year-old woman as she walked from the R train station at 45th Street and 4th Avenue to her home in Sunset Park just before 6 a.m. Saturday. So she's dragging ass home pretty late on a Friday. A little walk of shame, perhaps. <laughs> Didn't go well for her. Nope. You know, because, you know, she if she, she just left getting fucked all night. She's not in the mood for a sexual yeah, assault. she wants to go to sleep. He followed her into her apartment during uh, uh, apartment building, excuse me, near 44th Street and 3rd Avenue, where he started to masturbate and make sexual comments toward her. So, so far, everything is on the level. It's fine. Uh, could she have recognized at this point that the man was dangerous? I don't know. If he's masturbating in front of you. Well, that you, really? Do you think that alone? Yeah, if a guy starts masturbating in front of pointing you. pointing towards the story. <laughs> but you just said. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's the sexual comments, I think, in in conjunction with the masturbating and the fact that he's followed her from the train station. Let's not forget that. He then grabbed her with one hand as he continued to masturbate before this guy, you know, he works with both hands here, you know. Yeah. He continued to masturbate and then grabbed her with one hand. It says, uh, uh, well, actually what it says is he, he then grabbed her with one hand as he continued to masturbate before gripping her neck and punching her multiple times in the face. Now, he could not have done that while continuing no, to masturbate. No, no, no. That's a two-hand two job. Yeah, it's a two-hand job. I'd like to hear that while continuing to masturbate. Grabbed her by the neck, punched her in the face. All the while. Still Spanking it. Still jerking off. He then took off 
multiple times in the face. Wonder where that comes from. Why why you you know why you jerk off to her for a minute and then punch her in the face? Because you're a criminal and a piece of shit. If, if he would have gotten to come, you know, ah. maybe he would be. Maybe maybe she wouldn't have a black eye today. You know what I mean? It's true. Because uh, like really think about it. Like once you come, yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't even yeah. want to see this woman anymore. He then took off heading east on Third Avenue on foot. Now the the uh, how do you go east on Third Avenue? Third Avenue goes up and down. Oh, wait, I guess it's different in Brooklyn. Uh, the victim went to NYU, Langan Hospital, Brooklyn, in stable condition. I just saw a man masturbating and he punched me. Uh, footage released by cops Sunday shows the suspect wearing a dark hooded jacket and a baseball cap tr- and carrying a backpack. What was emblazoned on the baseball cap? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> Walk- walking through an emergency exit door at the train station. An eerily similar attack happened February twenty uh, February 2020 when cops say a per followed a 25-year-old woman from the same station and up the stairs of her apartment building. Let me get all your stuff, the man allegedly said, <laughs> acting as if he had a firearm and grabbed her cell phone and credit cards. Then the suspect, who's believed to be homeless, <sighs> bent the woman over and masturbated on her Yeesh. before taking off. Now, this is going to be misinterpreted. I'm I'm not obviously in favor of this sort of thing but as far as sexual assaults go that's the kindest one yeah. that you can do yeah you're not getting penetrated at all not getting penetrated yeah you're not getting naked not being seen naked you're not getting come directly on your body right i assume it's what february is that what it said february 2020 yeah february 2020 cold it's very cold she's wearing a coat at least a jacket sure she's not in a you know midriff or something so it's not on her back uh and um it's just that he masturbated on her it didn't say he came on her but he masturbated Masturbated on on her her. so we don't know about that but his dick next to her his coat his dick was next to her (laughs) (laughs) say it creepier next time his dick was next to her no you're right his dick was next to her yeah and uh Here's the thing about that, though. I, that is the best. It's it's. You don't even have to see the dick. You're bent over. You know, so you're not looking at it. You're not punched in the face. You're not in conjunction with the sexual assault. I mean, just. I don't think that's why he did it that way. I don't think he cut her a break. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know, well, you know, what? I kind of like you. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to take it easy on you. Yeah, bend over. Bend over. You don't <laughs> Earlier this. this month, the city was rocked by the murder of, uh, of course, Christina Yuna Lee also followed into her building by a vagrant who stabbed her to death in her apartment. You know how many times he stabbed her? I 40 mean, fucking times. Yeah, stabbed crazy. her 40 times. That's crazy. That's a lot of emotion. A lot of pent-up anger. A lot of... Uh, I mean, you'd be exhausted. 40. I mean, that was the old joke about OJ. Stabbed so many times. <sighs> Make that motion over and over again. Right. Now, I do think that the first couple of stabs are the hardest because you're breaking new skin. And even and then, maybe into four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Right. You're still maybe, you know, I don't know how good if you're aiming to hit the same thing or if you're trying to just perforate the woman. But eventually, in the teens, maybe it's just slop. You're just you know, yeah, there's you're no just, more penetrating. You're just stabbing mud at this point. Yeah. There's no resistance anymore right. until you get into the organs and stuff or whatever. If you're uh, at any rate, that is the story of New York City at the moment. Uh, it's become increasingly violent. I have other stories for you, which we will discuss 
on a future show. And uh, I hope you're enjoying the locals that I set up, you know, to entertain people with more content. With the, Actually, this stuff right, it is strictly for content mm-hmm. mo- and for interaction between people, too. It's becoming a fan community, and I welcome you there. You don't have to pay anything to join, but you do. Uh, you can just follow, right? But it's $5 a month if you want all of the content. Putting some of it out for nothing right now. I want people to enjoy it. And some of it will always be available for no cost, too. So there's really no reason not to come and check it out. A uh, number of new shows. I'm just using it to test concepts, you know, and to put up concepts that I get a kick out of that maybe I have been unsuccessful pitching elsewhere, say, <laughs> you know. And uh, it can be pretty creative. It can be fun. Uh, we have, you know, the Patriarchy show uh, goes up there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's beginning to go up there. Uh, it, it's a... We've been we've done that show a, a number of times, and uh, you know, kind of moving it around and trying to figure out where we're gonna where it's gonna land right, in yeah. terms of the audio. But as a video podcast, we're in Studio D. It just started there, and uh, very proud to be featuring it on the locals page. And if you want to know where to find that, it's very simple: nyccrimereport.locals.com. I don't even have to say it twice. I said it so clearly. Yeah, no good. one understands. Uh, the needs of a New York City Crime Report fan the way that I do in terms of this show, I think. Sometimes I don't always know what people want from additional content or stuff like that. That's not what the, the locals is not designed to necessarily be like, oh, this is going to like fulfill every fantasy you have about, yeah. you know, I don't know what that would be. Behind the scenes. Yeah, which I would like to do, and that would be fun, but like, this is something else. It's mm-hmm. uh, a, my version of a late night show, for instance, comes on late as fuck is what we've been calling it. I think I'm going to change the name. <laughs> Late AF, Douglas Nelson, the all-time guest on that. Now, ultimately, it'd be cool to sidekick with Doug there and have like another guest come oh, in, be really slide cool. down the couch. Oh yeah. And uh, to me, I always wanted to host a late night show. I always thought I'd be good at it. I think I'm actually the rightful heir of Late Show with David Letterman. I don't think it's Stephen Colbert. It's not Colbert. Because I would Colbert take the sucks. show over. Me being Pat Dixon, I would take it over, and I would still call it the Late Show with David Letterman. That's what's smart about me. I don't need my name on the show. Tribute to Letterman. Tribute. Or just call it the late show, whatever. But, you know, it goes like this. Jack Benny, Johnny Carson, okay, David Letterman, and I was to be next. And, and I'm going to say I was passed over. They didn't know about me. <laughs> that might be my fault. I think the weak link is Eddie Brill, because he never would book me for Letterman. And even though I played cards with Eddie Brill, we were really? friends. Oh, you were friends? I had, an in, I, I, I had an in with him. Still didn't book you. What a no. jerk. And he's like, oh, Keith Alberstad, greatest thing since white bread. I'm like, I used to middle in fucking Nashville. That's where he lived. And he fucking, he's an open micer looking up to me. You're going to put him on Letterman? I'm going to Letterman. Eddie Brill. Eddie Brill. Now, and you'll never get on Colbert. <laughs> Not that you uh, want to. You see, here's the thing about me. I quit show business. <laughs> and I've never been happier. However, I do have stand-up dates. So people... Ooh. would certainly do well to go see, if you live in the New York area especially, because I'm going to be at TIFFs there in, in New Jersey, and uh, that's uh, just, you know, TIFFs. It's, uh, the thing is, I'm terrible with remembering offhand the name of some of these towns, but that's March 26th. Myself, Anthony Zenhauser, we're doing Dog Fuckers Live. I think it's billed as Dog Lovers Live. Okay. I hope a bunch of people who are real weird about loving dogs don't show up with their <laughs> yeah. pets. Weird in any way. Show up in furry outfits. Being like, we're no, or like we are so. You know what? We we love our dogs. We love our dogs. We saw this. We said this is for us. Well, okay, get ready for a surprise. 
that's happening March 26th also. Um, and we're doing a little tour, as a matter of fact. So Nice. Um, I'll be in Dallas for uh, Ethan Ralph's uh, bowling tournament slash wedding. Okay. The man is trying to make money off of his wedding, just as I did. Yeah, I guess you I have made to. made $1,100 off my wedding. Nice. Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. That much? Yeah. Not bad, huh? I mean, you know, that happens when you when you do it as a show. And so that's what we did. We got married as part of a show. Now, that wife is long gone. And so is that $1,100. <laughs> Definitely long gone. <laughs> but I, we have our memories in our, on our photos, which we also got a great deal on. Now, <laughs> <laughs> what else am I doing? Oh, yeah, Potts, Pottsville. Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Comedians yeah. of Compound. I will be there March 24th. So look for me there. Pottstown, PA, Comedians of Compound. And you can go to compoundcomedy.com. I believe it was what it is. If you want more information on that, I'm going to be in Austin with Comedians of Compound a little later in the year, into the spring. I believe it's April. Uh, yeah, it's April 22nd, 23rd, I believe. But, you know, you want to get your tickets for that, for that Ethan Ralph thing. All right, God, I can tell. Nobody's listening to the show anymore. It's yeah, over. Right, guys, it's just, just you and me. You just and me us. only. Okay. <laughs> uh, so thanks, Ian, uh, for being no here. Problem, and, of course, man. Patriarchy Show. Uh, you know, catch it where you catch it. And uh, nice having you here. Thanks again. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Mm.